once forged in the fires of PR and journalism, Curtis Dewar and Corey Westbrook united to create C-Squared. Now on our podcast, we interview musicians and other industry professionals to give you an inside look on how to take your music to the next level. Hello, everyone. You are listening to the C-Squared podcast with Corey and Curtis. We are unsupervised. Well, sort of unsupervised. We have got Greg Kennelty back again today for Bitch Fest 4. Yeah, the uh, the revenge of the bitch. We are so back to bitch about things that, you know, people really should be considering before reaching out to a publication. And today it's going to be your press kit and the fact that it needs to be complete. So, Greg, what is the number one thing that bands need to remember to include in their press kit? Please, please put a photo in there. 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 Please do it. Please stop, stop putting photo. Whatever the double negative is, I don't can't fucking think anymore. But just put photos in your press kit. Why are you doing this? Why are you making me go to your Facebook? And then your Facebook is like just your logo and then like a teaser of the album cover and then like the drummer live one time. And then it's like, I don't have a photo and I'm putting the logo of your band in there and it's going to look stupid and weird, but why don't you have a band photo? Drives- let, let me ask you this, Greg. Can, can you specify what kind of band photo is appropriate? Like yeah, what's- do not do portrait photos. Please stop doing portrait photos. It, oh, dear Lord. oh my God. I don't understand why people do that because then there are two options. Either you put the portrait in there and it looks weird as hell. And then WordPress is going to kind of crop it. However, it auto crops things that I don't quite understand for like, it's, it's exactly in the middle. So you're going to end up with a whole bunch of torsos or crotches. I don't know. But something or or i'm gonna have to crop it myself and i'm just gonna have to make the decision of like where to cut your cool photo sorry but i you did this i don't know why you did this you've been on a website before why did you give us a portrait that's so dumb so my only theory is that it's instagram story related and that's why all of their photos are in portrait mode but guess what you do have the ability to take two photos in one sitting, just yeah. just one of them, sixteen by nine, and it actually should be fairly sized. Please don't 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 send me something that's like two hundred pixels across, mm-hmm. and then wonder why it's pixelated. Right. Yeah. Give us a decent size, like at least eight hundred by six hundred, and that's like on the smaller side, but at least that size. And yeah, I mean, like, look, if you only have like portrait photos from like your Instagram stories or anything, at least crop them so like I don't have to make that decision because I don't know what you're trying to do with your photo. I don't know who took this and what the intent was. And like, you know, like, I don't know. I didn't take the photo. It's not my photo. So like, if you don't have just portrait photos, crop them for us. Because again, I I don't want to have to sit here and make the decision of where to crop it because I've had fans where I cropped it and then it's like oh you cut the bottom half off and it's like well yeah I mean it's got to fit in the in the whatever the box on the website is so I mean you know but yeah I mean photos are a big one really hold up up. talk about fucked up photos first before you go into anything else so 
let's let's talk about some fucked up ones because I know I I myself as a PR um, I did PR for a black metal band I think it was two three years ago and they sent me a picture and they messaged me like two days later telling me that all the websites had put the picture up fucked up I'm like what the fuck so I look at the picture I'm like picture looks fine they're like no it's fucked up and I I'm like kept looking at I'm like I don't know what these guys are talking about they wanted it upside down they're like we sent it to you upside down i'm like yeah well i thought that was a mistake because most people don't have the picture upside down but they're like no we want it i can't remember which band it was they wanted it upside down which like if that's the case fine but like you gotta tell me that because i just goofed and i would just i would also rotate it like a hundred percent that's totally what I did. They even looked at the press kit. They approved the press kit, but then they're like, the fuck, man? This fucking picture's not upside down. You didn't tell me that. But that then is also part of your responsibility. Is like, if there's a certain intent with the photo, you have to let people know. If there's anything in the press kit that needs to be a certain way, you have to let people know. You know, like you have to attribute things to people. Like, yep. you can't assume that not only your PR people know this, but like you have to assume that like, assume everyone's an idiot. Just yeah. operate under the assumption that everyone you're speaking to at all times is the dumbest person alive and you need to explain every single thing to them. That's like marketing 101. Assume everyone is dumb as hell and you need to explain this front to back. Because you know what? When it comes to your band, we probably are dumb as hell. I don't know who the hell you are. I don't know anything about your band i don't know that the picture is supposed to be upside down i don't know anything about anything like you got to tell me every single thing you can't assume that people know certain things about your band you can't assume that people just have a photo or will know to look on your instagram for a photo like i don't know you i don't know your band i have no clue and, and there's something that Corey has said in the past i think it was Corey. i'm, I'm going to attribute it to Corey, and Corey can correct me if i'm wrong um about like if you have a cover song note that it's a fucking cover song and who it's by even if it's a well-known person right that was you was it not you gentle jesus yes because like so say somebody has a cover song and they don't tell me that it's a cover song. how many songs are there out there that have the same name i'm not going to know every song that exists yeah so please put that it's a cover song was it you that wrote the review about something? Like, I know I've done that. Wasn't it, was it you that was saying that, Corey? Was it someone else on, on the show? No, it wouldn't have been me writing it about a review, but I have brought it up before. Okay, cool. Craig, have you ever done this before, written a review saying that's an awesome song and then you found out later it was a cover song? I've thought that about bands. Like, plenty of times. Yeah. You don't, I mean, yeah, like, you have to assume that nobody knows that you know, that's a cover song. Because if I don't know it, then, dude, you know what? Perfect example. In college, I listened to a lot of Adagio, which was like this nerdy, like, like not power metal, but kind of like, this is like this French death metal. They were cool. Listen to them. Look up Archangels in Black. It's a great record. And But the one before that, they covered Fame from, oh my God, I can't remember. It's one of those movies. Uh, one of the 80s movies. Fame. Yeah. So, I'm going to look this up real quick. Movie. It is yeah, the movie fame. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was, eh, I don't know. I knew it was a cover, but I didn't know that for the longest time. So I was like, 
and it was like right in the middle of the record and i was like this is a weird song like this song whips ass but like this is not an adagio like this is cool that they branched out and then like eight years later i found out it was a cover and it was like oh cool i still a good song but didn't know that but yeah like you gotta you gotta let people know because again like we would have no idea uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head that I said was like a really cool song that ended up being a cover that I get that. I'm sure I've done it before though. Yeah, I, I know I did it when I used to write. Um, Corey, what else we got to cover on covers? Just, just be smart about it. get all of your permissions in order too when you're doing a cover. It's real simple. Just, just do it right. Yeah um so okay That's the theme of today just do it right and um, like go through like a, a distribution site like DistroKid or something where like it's easy as like you just plug in the original songwriter's name and they take care of everything else Bandcamp is the thing that i'm not even gonna fuck with because i have no clue but i mean like digital distribution will totally take care of that for you so okay so back back to the bitching here back to the bitching so we're talking press kit so we've already talked about do you have anything else you want to say about photos, Greg? No, I mean, just landscape. It's got to be a decent size. Uh, you know, if there's any weird intentions with it, like, it's got to be upside down. Like, you got to let people know. Uh, most people are good about crediting if you're a photographer. That doesn't really, like, I don't want to sound shitty, but, like, it doesn't matter for the article. But, like, also don't be a dick. And, like, you should credit your photographers. <laughs> like, it, yeah. you know, whatever it, it takes three seconds to just put a little subtitle i always check i always put it as a caption on the photo if they say who the photographer is because you know i mean like they did work too they they did yep. their they should you know, get a shout out or something yeah I, I will admit i'm awful at this and i will fully admit that I need, i'm one of those people that don't do it and i need to get better at this so just for just for disclosure's sake i'm one of those assholes that frequently forgets to credit the photographer that's fine i'm just saying uh cory what else do we got on photos before we move on I'm good on my end. Just do yeah. it right. Yeah. Just do it right. Well, so next part of the press kit, we should probably talk about, I guess, the bio. So Corey's the bio expert. I want to hear Corey first, and you guys can bitch. Have one, and make sure that it is detailed. And I'm sorry, but one or two sentences is not a band bio. Um, too often I get so in my metal injection life, I get like press releases that have at most three sentences about the band that tell me absolutely nothing but a bunch of adjectives. That is not a band bio. Have a concise history that includes like who the members are, where you're from, your genre, especially if you have some wacky made up genre that you're wanting to include, which honestly, please stop doing that with the wacky made, just stop, just, just stop. It came like combined as a genre, man. You sure? Yeah. Um, so Corey, now one thing here that that you need need to clarify though, like all that's great, but there's there's the point of going overboard or being too concise. That's why I say like two paragraphs or so is good with like you know three-ish sentences, three to five sentences each, just something that's concise. It doesn't have to be your full bore band bio that you put on your websites. Just enough to tell me who you are, what you do, where you're from, 
and maybe some cool accomplishments if you've got any. So, Greg, you must have some bitches about the bios. Yeah, one of my biggest complaints, and I've complained about this on Twitter probably a million times now, is like, if there's people in your band that are in other bands that are bands that people know, you have to, like, tell me who they are. Yep. It drives me crazy. I cannot tell you how many press releases I've gotten from it. Like, it's members of, uh, I'm just going to throw a bunch out there, like, Candiria and Byzantine and Shadows Fall. And, and then never once do they say who the band members are. And it's like, yeah. dude, that's part of the hook. That's the yeah. thing that might get people to listen. Like, because then you could be like, hey, it's Brian Fair from Shadows Fall on vocals. And uh, whoever the guitarists are in Byzantine that kick insane amounts of ass. Like, it, those are huge pieces of information. And when you just completely overlook that, it kills me. Or occasionally you'll also just get ones that like don't even mention it. And then like a while later you find out like, oh yeah, it was Revocation's first drummer. And you're like, dude, missed opportunity. Huge. Like what, what the fuck? On the flip side though, if you have members of your bands or of your band that was in other bands that nobody knows. <laughs> oh dear Lord. Cause like I will get some press releases that say John Smith, previously from like 18 different bands listed in just one big long list and it's like i don't know who any of these people are well almost as good as that i want to point out is um like for example i think it was like seven months ago i had someone hit me up for pr and they said they had members of all these big bands uh in the group there was like three big bands it was like really big bands i'm not going to say the band names but it was like really big bands like big big bands and i'm looking at this i'm like Oh, this is kind of cool, right? Now we should probably look into this. This sounds big. So I look, can't find any information about the band. Can't find any information about the members, nothing. And so I, 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 I said to the guy that asked me about PR, I'm like, who are the members of these bands that were in this band, apparently? He gives me these three different names. They were all session people or people that had maybe played like one song on one album from the band they were trying to use it as their hook that they had these big members of these big giant bands it was like literally like so 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 not like just very yeah anyways yeah so it's, it's aggravating for sure yeah. when it's, sorry if people have never heard of the band outside of your town of five thousand people then mm. it's probably not worth listing but yeah. like greg was saying if everybody's heard of the band that's kind of part of how you're going to get coverage is unless, by saying, you know, member of so-and-so. Yeah. Unless you were the session player, like I said, in that case, we don't fuck. It doesn't count for the most part. Like, I think if you want to throw it in there, like as kind of an aside, like Naveen Coperweiss is a good example where it's like, he's not in Whitechapel, but like, he's been touring with them for two years and he played on the last record. So it's like, I mean, like he's not in the band, but like, it's still like, Hey, he's like basically doing everything. What? Yeah, for sure. But when it's like, Oh yeah. Like he played all his saxophone solo on the closing track of their 1997. Like, that's not, that doesn't count. Yeah. Well, another thing, another thing, just as an aside, this isn't really bio related, but now that I'm thinking about it also, if you have like a guest appearance from someone from a major band, make sure you say something. And that you say what band they're from as well, because most people do not necessarily know a band member's name. Um, but 
and also make sure you always say something. I have a good example of this. So if, about four years ago, I was doing PR for a death metal band who will remain unnamed. And they forgot to tell me and the label that Trevor Stranad was a guest vocalist on not one, but two songs. Oh, and dear they, Lord. they told us this the day before release. They went, oh, yeah, shit, man. We forgot to tell you. That. Yeah. 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 This was like four years ago. I don't remember what the band was, but me and the label were both like, dude, that was important information that could have gotten us a shit ton of comfort coverage. Like, how do you forget to mention? Yeah. Cause Trevor's yeah. that if I put like, yo, Trevor guessed it on the song. Yeah. We're going to click that article for sure. Pretty yeah. much every single time. So yeah. like, even if it's not somebody huge, I mean, still, like, even if it's, like, a guy that was in, like, a band that, like, enough people know. Yeah. Yeah. There. Like, it doesn't have to be the main hook for the article, but, like, uh, my buddy Mike is doing, uh, he's doing uh, PR for, uh, I can't remember her name, the woman who voices uh, Beth in Rick and Morty, or Summer in Rick and Morty. Or, oh, not Beth? Not Beth. Uh, the mom. And I can't remember her name right now, but she's doing like a, like a, like a covers album. And it's like a, yeah. Mom or the daughter? The mom. Okay. That is, that is Beth. And that's Sarah Chalk. Yeah. And he's doing, she's doing like a, like a metal covers album thing. And it was, um, you know, like that was like the headline is like Rick and Morty's is doing a covers album. Like he knew that he had the hook, which was the, I uh, might've been the sister. It doesn't matter. One of those two, uh, you know, like th- that's the hook right there. Right. Like it doesn't matter. Cause if it, if I just say like, Hey, this person covered an eighties metal song, like enough people like will care, but it's not really that big of a deal. But if you say like, Hey, this person from this thing is doing this, you know, that's the difference between like really catching a ton of attention and, and not. Yeah. I agree. 100%. Corey, what else do we got to say on this? I'm I'm fine on my end on that one. You must have something. Usually have we something. have more to bitch about. Huh? I said we have more to bitch about. We do, but usually you you're like more opinionated on this subject. I'm just surprised, but anyway. No, Greg said it all. Just like I said earlier, just do it right. Just cool. do it right, dudes. Um. So now the next part. So we've already gone through the what, what's next, Corey? Now I'm now I'm blanking. Quote. Quotes. Okay. Oh dear. Oh, all the quotes. I, I want to start with quotes. So, um, what do you guys think is a sufficient length of quote? Because I'll get back all the time something that is just ridiculously dumb, and I don't want to send it. And I'm I'm willing to get you guys mad at me, or rather Greg, because Corey doesn't do premieres for me. Uh, but I, I'm willing to have Greg get mad at me for no quote versus sending some of the stupid shit that I've gotten in the past. I, mean, I think it should just be like three lines, three or four lines, like just talking about, like, you know, it doesn't have to be this novel about like this song means this and it, it, it wrote that. Like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't have to be that deep, dude. It could just be like, hey, this song is sick and it's got one of our favorite riffs on the record and the lyrics are about X, Y, and Z and we hope you dig it. Done. Next. Fine. But like, yeah, either that or when you, I've gotten people that are like, let me walk you through my philosophy. I'm like, no, dude, no. I yeah. Like nine pounds. Yeah. yeah. So um, 
Corey, what, what's your thoughts on this before I question Greg a little bit further on this? I would say in line with what Greg said, you know, three to four lines, unless there's something like super poignant that you're trying to point out that requires more detail. Um, a mm -hmm. good example of this is Ore from Akiavel. Her quotes are pretty long, but the one that she did for Comrade where she talked about how much it affected her and like how much she, you know, she like ran and grabbed her son because writing about this child murderer had just such a, a huge effect on her. I thought that that was still pretty valuable, even though it was longer than what I would normally want for a quote and longer than what I would normally send for a quote, but it, it had some substance to it. But if you're just like rambling about what, just whatever, just cut it down, keep it concise. Yeah, yeah like I, I, I would. Go ahead, Chris. Like, if you're going to tell a story, then tell a story, you know, but like, don't, yeah, don't just don't ramble and don't give two cents. Yeah. The comrade quote, great. She was like, this is what this means to me. And here's the story. Like, she covered everything. And I was like, yeah. oh, great. Like, this is perfect. Thank you. Uh, she's, a, she's actually probably one of the best examples that anybody could actually go look at for a quote. Uh, so comrade video, if you haven't checked it out. The ones that like, she's, <laughs> I don't know. She just gets it really, really into what she's writing and it's really awesome. Cool. So, okay. So bad examples of quotes, Greg. So let, let, without naming names, obviously. Uh, I mean, just anything that's just like, oh, this song uh, whips ass. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I could, like, look, here's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. You're just going to tell me what I am about to find out when I hit play. Don't say anything. Like, this song is heavy as shit. Okay, yeah, I mean, I could have figured that out when I hit play, though. Like, like within three seconds when I hit play, I'm going to know that. So, like, you didn't need to point that out to me. Like, important, you know, just any sort of important background information, stuff like that. I, you know, what I said before, I think is really important. But then also on the flip side, like, I've had people where, like, you know, it just, they are just walking you through the whole process. And just like, you know, and this riff is from 1997. It was originally in 13.8, but then, you know, it sounded better in four. So we included that. You know, it's a really good interplay with the previous thing that was in 15.16. You know, it's a really good, and it's like, yeah, fine. This is more of like, if this was an interview, this answer would kick every ass. This is great interview stuff. I don't need to do that. This is the premiere. We just need a short quote. But again, like if again, if this is an in, like interview quotes and just regular premiere quotes, two entirely separate things. Because interview quotes, yeah, talk for six paragraphs. That is the whole point of the interview for sure. Yeah. But for a premiere, like I feel like you're just wasting your breath if you just go really, really long because people are just gonna scroll down to the song. I do that shit all the time too. So you know, just just Ooh. Hit him with the with the bullet points, man. Just what's important? Why why do people like this? Why do you like this? Ooh, Corey, you look like you had something first, and I'll, I'll let you go first. Go for it. Just go for it. It's all so, good. All right. So one one thing one thing too that I want to point out: most people are going to scroll down to the bottom for the song, anyways. So one common one common complaint I've seen from bands is the fact that sometimes 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 bands want like the super detailed fucking write-up about the song and it's like they get kind of annoyed like um metal injection is usually pretty good about this but some some sites will usually just basically put the video the quote nothing else and they'll get super pissed about it but i mean you're right greg i think what i think the key thing is that if the quote 
or the or anything else should be directing people to to listen to the song not necessarily read the write-up so it has to be short would you agree yeah i mean i personally like when i'm premiering a song like i don't really waste more than two sentences on talking about the song itself like yeah. i don't need to be like yeah man this song kicks off and there's a freaking riff and it will the crap out of you and then uh, you know like, but then it like devolves into like the slow thing man and it's really good it's like you're gonna know this really soon. i don't need to tell you i don't need to break this song down for you like, this is yeah. not that's not what i'm here to do i'm here to tell you like hey look band kicks ass the song is really good because of x y and z in the second sentence here's the quote here's you know any relevant information guest spots family cool produced it when the album's out yada 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 pre-order link youtube Bandcamp, blah 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 done yeah you know, it doesn't have to be this crazy thing because again i don't really know how many people are going to read that but i'm also i don't need to explain what you're about to hear you know yeah. i'm going to tell you what the interesting shit about the song is and sometimes yeah. there's lot of interesting stuff sometimes it's like you know like this guy produced it and this guy mixed it and and the, this guy guessed it on it and they used the guitar from that like sick awesome like totally yeah but if it's just a regular ass song like like I, what am i supposed to say you know I, i'm not about to describe something you're about to hear so yeah yeah and that's that's how i write them too my one or two sentences the quote and then like the purchase links and all of that stuff which is why the quote is so freaking important. Yep. And without naming names, I've actually asked somebody for a quote and gotten back, oh, we just, we don't have anything else to say. Please, for the love of God, don't do that. Just muster up the gumption to write three sentences. You can handle it. I know you can. I have faith in each and every one of you that you can handle writing three sentences. This is a hard, this is a hard uh, thing to ask for. This is Mama Corey telling you that i have got the faith that you can do this <laughs> sorry uh, i slipped into i have slipped into accents twice today you have. <laughs> uh, so so okay so Corey, just to finish off what you were saying there so um i think it was you that started with it maybe it was greg but i'm gonna say Corey. um so how many paragraphs do you, do you think it should be like three no sentences like a no, three-sentence quote is, is good. How many paragraphs should the write, write-up be? Oh, yeah, like three. Yeah, like three, three paragraphs. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's what I was just trying to clarify there because some people get upset when there isn't like a novel. So oh, no, clear. we're never going to write a novel for one song. No. Even um, with, and also, listen, metal bands, talking to you now, I could write quotes about fucking ambient music and you could write quotes about an actual, like a real song with lyrics and stuff, okay? <laughs> I love you, Greg. My <laughs> sheet doesn't even have words and I'm calling up the quotes, all right? Oh God, that's hilarious. Um, so we've done quotes, we've done bios. What else are we missing, Corey, for an EPK? We've done quotes, bios, well, band lineup. We want like you got to have the band lineup in there, obviously. Like, okay, so basically, what you need is you need to have the band, the band members' full names or what they need want to be addressed by, I guess, even if it's just like JD or something like that. You got to well, say what. But hmm? I, look, I know it's metal, but I really, I, I please don't make me address you as like Grand War Master of Tormented Flesh. I'm like, dude, your name is Jim. Stop being like this, please. I mean, I'll do it, but. Really? Yeah, 
I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, but yeah, make sure you have your full band lineup on there, preferably proper names, not War Dragon or whatever Greg said. Um, and also make sure that you also have any guest musicians that are on there again. If Trevor's Ternad guest vocalist uh, was a guest vocalist on your album or some famous guitarist was on there or Dave Mustaine was, please, for the love of God, please note it for the journalist that it's a thing. Um, so what else are we missing, Corey, for Fresca? I'm going blank. Greg, what else are we missing? What? Please do links. Links. Oh, we got links. Yes, that's what we're missing. Links. That is a whole separate thing. So, okay. Hold up. One sec, one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. I want to ask a question. I have a question, teacher. Teacher. So before the, before we start talking about links, um, does the esteemed metal injection writer um, prefer to have a link tree or does he prefer to have them all separated out? I mean, link tree, if you can. You know what? You can. They're free. So... Yep. Yeah, you know, actually just do a freaking link tree because it's just, you know, again, like assume you're talking to idiots because these people don't know you. They don't know anything about you. And when it's like, and then you could order here from this label and you could order here and here and then here in Europe and here. And it's like, okay, well now me, the consumer, I have no idea where the fuck to go. Like, should I order it from this label or because now it's on this label too. And is it different? Do I have to order it from that one? Is it going to be more expensive? Like, I, now I don't know what's going on. Like, litigate yeah. what you're doing, you know? Yeah. And also, um, if you have a tree too, then you could just say, like, uh, you know, it's coming from this store, parentheses, North America, and this store, parentheses, Europe, and parentheses, UK. And, like, everything's right there. There's no guesswork. Yeah. Um, uh, well, one thing, one thing I don't like, I, I like it better when there's just one pre-order link. And it's just, but I mean, I know what you're saying, but yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, Corey, what are you going to say about I just, because I thought of this just now, right? Like, if you do a link tree too, then not only can you, do you get in your pre orders for Bandcamp, whatever label it's on, and all that stuff? You can also throw in like, oh, here's our Spotify, Apple, Tidal, Amazon Music, YouTube Red, uh, Deezer, whatever else. You know, like, because I'm not going to link to that if it's all separate links, because that's insane, and I would have like 13 links per article. So yeah. Linktree also benefits you because then it's like, yeah, like here, you know, physical Bandcamp, and then here's all of our streaming stuff if you want to do that. So it just yeah. it just makes so much more sense, I think, to do a Linktree. Yeah, or um, at least one pre-order link, and then your social media links. That's what I would suggest. Yeah, cool. Um, what else do we got to talk about links, Corey? I, I was just going to say on the topic of link trees, if mm -hmm. you don't want to use Linktree itself because it's kind of not the prettiest platform, mm -hmm. I would definitely recommend Toneden to a lot of people. Just I that's my personal preference because you can either embed the album at the top, you can embed a video at the top, and then have all of your purchase links and all of your social media all in one nice, pretty looking place. So that's my prefer, or one like Tone Den, because I think DistroKid has one that's like that. And there's a few that have have that kind of a, a nice layout that are free. So please, and for the love of God, before you reach out to anybody, put your shit up for sale. 
don't come back to me saying we don't have it up for sale. We're not going to put it up for sale yet. Just, just put it to where people can buy something. I don't yeah. even care if you just put up a t-shirt. Just put something that people can buy because people are going to want to. And if you ever want to have a career in metal, you're going to have to sell some shit. So yeah. please put your yeah. shit up. Yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah, there's some labels that refuse to do this. And I, I, for the love of God of me, I just, I can't figure out why they won't do the pre-order till like two weeks prior to release or whatever. I mean, it happened. You guys have probably both experienced this where the label is just like, fuck no. I can't. Does that happen more in Europe? That happens more than you think, especially with the stoner doom crowd. I don't know why it is, but it happens quite a bit. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah something where people can buy your shit. Yeah. Corey sent me this really good band like a week ago or something like that. And like, yeah, that one. And they were really, really fucking good. Insanely good. And it was just a YouTube link and there was a link to nothing in the description. And if you went to their profile, there was nothing in there about. So there's this kick-ass band and I have no clue where the hell to find them at all. But was that one first? Was that one of ours, Corey? No. Oh, good. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Okay. Um, all right. I almost like fucking had a heart attack there. I was like, what the fuck did we do? Um, okay. Oops. Um, yeah. Okay. So, but hold up one second here. So let's talk about this for a second. So where you need to have your links. So when you're doing a premiere, you need to provide them to the site, but you also need to provide them in the YouTube link, just like you were saying, like in the description, right? So many bands don't do that, and that is insane to me. Because, like, you don't know when the YouTube algorithm is just going to randomly spit your video at a shit ton of people. Like, tomorrow could be the day that, like, you know, any band just all of a sudden the YouTube algorithm decides, like, today's the day and just goes nuts with it. Like, and now you have nothing. I mean, I understand that, like, you know, when you upload to sites like DistroKid and stuff like that, you know, it, it just automatically uploads to YouTube. But I think you could even get in there then. I don't really, I got to mess around more with that because I don't really understand it. Yeah. Like, if you're uploading a music video, like, yeah, dude, come on. You got to have your stuff in there. Because people might find it and be like, oh my God, this is sick. And then like, if they can't find it, they're just going to get annoyed and probably move on to something else. Yeah, because people actually do read the description. Corey, you want to go over this a bit? Because I know you've got, had experience with the people not doing it. Yeah, people do read the description. And honestly, if you don't want to do a link tree, list your links at the top in order of most important to least important. Most important would be wherever you want them to go. So if you're trying to increase your Spotify followers, have that one be the top. If you're yeah. trying to make more Bandcamp sales, that one goes up first. So most important to least important. If you really don't give a shit about Twitter and you only cross post things, that one should probably be last. You still need a Twitter, just saying. Yeah. Um, but yes, so your links need to be up at the top. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but first link that should always be up at the top is the pre-order or the order or where to buy the album. Correct? Correct. Yeah. The pre-order or where to buy the album should be the number one link. Yeah. Unless you have some sort of weird other goal. Yeah. which would be like, oh, I really want to make my Spotify massive, which why would that be your goal? I don't know. But Some people, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so the pre-order link or the Spotify or streaming link should be at the top. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, cool. So, uh, Greg, what else do you want to say about links? Just have them. Just, you got, you seriously, you just got to have them everywhere. Like, even in, like, your Twitter bio, you know, like, have a link tree, like, on your Facebook, have a link tree, like, anywhere that people might find you, just put your stuff. Like, I have a SoundCloud. I don't think it's doing anything for me, but, like, still there. I still got my link tree on there. God knows if it's doing anything. I don't think I've had any traffic from there, but, like, again, like, tomorrow might be the day that, like, some person somewhere finds my stuff and is like, holy shit. And like shares it to their SoundCloud profile or like posts it on somewhere. And like a ton of people go to my SoundCloud. And if I'm not prepared for that, then I pretty much lose out and am fucked. So that sucks. Don't miss out on opportunities if you don't have to. It's a pretty avoidable thing. Yep. No, I agree. That's actually a really good point because even, even those small links can still get you traffic at some point. Like they really can. Yeah. 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 yeah, that and, one sound play could get you like an album sale. Yeah, and also like Corey said, they're free. They're they're free, free. Yeah. Yeah. Even the pretty ones are free. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know yeah. about that. Now I'm gonna look into that. Uh, but yeah, they're free. And also, it takes what five minutes to set up. Maybe I mean, literally, you plug the link in, you give it a title, and then you move on. Like super easy. Um, okay, so what do we got left in press kits, Corey? Now I'm drawing a blank here. Fuck. I mean, those are probably the biggest culprits. Oh, ooh, you got one. Ooh. Discography, if you can. make If you can put your discography in there, I like that. I forget to do it all the time myself, but I like it when a band has the discography in the press kit. I don't know how you two feel about that. I mean, oh, no, sorry. it's useful for reviews. Yeah. And reviewers, not necessarily if your press kit is for a premiere, like yeah. a YouTube video, it's not necessary to go in there. Yeah. But if it's something like your Holics or your 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 big press kit that's going to reviewers, yeah, that's useful. Yeah. What do you what do you think, Greg? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I everything she said, yeah, perfect. Exactly. And also that's something to point out in your in your bio as well. It's like if this is like your first song in like six years, like that's something you yeah. should out it's not huge but i usually put stuff like that in the headline like waking the cadaver did their first song in fucking i don't even know like seven years or something like that and like, yeah like hey this is their first song in seven years come check it out because you know if i'm scrolling through like you know metal sucks or blabbermouth or whatever and i see like x band just released a new song and i don't know that band like i'm eh, like what i maybe I'll like it maybe i won't it depends on my mood i don't know but like if it's like, hey, this is their first song in 12 years, I'll be like, ooh, let's see what's up with that. Like, I don't know anything about this band, but like, they're coming back. That's cool. Were they big? I don't know. I never heard of these guys. So like, now I'm a little curious, you know, like now at least that's something to grab your attention because at the end of the day, I mean, like you're vying for, you know, attention among fucking hundreds of thousands of metal bands, dude. Like you got to put stuff in there like that that helps you stand out. And you know what we forgot to say, guys? There's there's one key point we forgot to say. You guys can, can you guys think of it? That has to do with links. Art. Like album art. Yeah, we didn't talk about album art. You need to have yeah. your album. Yeah. So, um, now is that's not as important for premieres though as a general rule, correct? Yeah, not really. But for reviews, yeah. So, and also, oh my god! You know what freaking drives me crazy about a lot of bios too? a lot of like places I get is like if it's cool album art and they don't say who did it. Like oh yep. 
Jesus, yes, I want to know this information. Right. That is badass. Who did that? Like, I totally want to put that in there. Yeah. Okay, if it was somebody in the band, that definitely needs to be said, number one. And two, it really should just always be said because I cannot tell you. Great, how many times have I asked you, do you know who did this album? Because I really want to know who did this art. Because we had, we had like a three-day conversation trying to track down different people who did different art. Yeah. yeah and then you got to go on like metal archives and try to figure this out and then like that doesn't work and then you go i mean like even you know with my stuff right like because i'm just talking about myself apparently you know like i didn't really do this art very much but like someone took this photo but i'm still gonna say like hey cover photo by this person like you should do that you should always credit I, credit your photographers credit your album artists Credit anyone who mixed and mastered your record. I think everyone deserves, you know, I think, I think A, everyone deserves credit, but then also like it pads out the article a little bit and gives people something a little, a little extra thing. But yeah, the artwork thing drives me insane. Like I, why, why did you not say anything about this? This is cool. Like I could see in the background of Corey's uh, thing over there, the Costa Casanova one. I'm pretty sure that's a Melvin's thing. Like I yep. think, that's yeah right that's uh what is it bullhead by melvin's i I don't remember but i'm pretty sure it's a melvin's thing yeah so like if that was coming in then it's like hey and this artwork is a tribute to bullhead by melvin's like cool yeah it is bullhead by melvin's by the way yeah i I thought it was it's not it's not identical but yeah it is a tribute to that one but like put this in there why not you know screw it like it's it's a little extra information it's cool and also it's, it's cool art man why not and shout out to our friends at Costa Casanova. Um, yeah, they do. Um, finally made it into the podcast because nobody's actually really talked about it yet. <laughs> nice. Um, what else do we have to go over with Prescott's Corey? We must be missing something. Oh, I'm sure that we are, but we're yeah. also running low on time. We are running low on time. Uh, Greg, do you have uh, anything you want to further discuss here before we end off? Not that I could think of. No, I mean, again, marketing 101, just assume everyone's an idiot and that's not to be a jerk. That's not like being disparaging to people. Literally just assume that nobody knows who the fuck you are, what you're doing, or literally anything about you. Assume that everyone has not a clue. This is their first time on the internet and they don't know where to find any of your stuff and they don't know anything about you and they've never heard anything about anything before. You'll be right now even for big bands that I definitely do know, I will still get a detailed bio. I will get quotes. I will get band. I will get all of the things that we're asking you to do. I will get for a band that people would be willing to dig for, but their label or their PR sends it to me anyway, because they know that we need this stuff. So if the big bands can do it, so can you. Right. Like Slipknot formed in 19, like, I know, I know. Thanks for sure. But yeah. yeah. I will still get a, you know, six page bio about Slipknot or, yeah. you know, to move or gear, big bio. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. Um, and I want to point out too, that even a lot of these bigger bands, unless it's like, well, Slipknot, I think pretty much everybody knows, but like big B level bands and stuff like that. A lot of people still don't know who the fuck they are. So you still need to buy it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not everybody in the world knows who Arch Enemy is, for example, but I mean, most people do, but there's going to be the odd person. Right. Yeah. There's yeah, there's sometimes that I'll get like a press release about like a death metal band. I'm like, oh fuck, like is this like a new thing? Cool. All right, I'll check it out. I'll listen to it. I'm like, this is cool. And then it's like, yeah, they released their first album in 1991. And I'm like, 
what? Yeah. And they sold like 500,000 copies of each album. And you're like, what? <laughs> there was a band that I found the other day. They're like a post-metal band. I'm like, oh, I mean, this sounds like it might be cool. They had over half a million followers on Spotify or listeners on Spotify. And I'm like, where have I been with my life? Exactly. Yep. 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 We've all experienced that too. It's a big band. You're like, oh, I've never fucking heard of them before. Um, so if they can do it, you can do it. Yeah. So any final words, Mr. Kennedy? No, I mean, again, just, you know, get as much information out there as possible. You're, however much you think you're repeating yourself, it's not enough. Nobody has heard this 10,000 times. It's fine. Just keep repeating yourselves. Keep putting the same information out there. Always have links to everything. Make sure that everything's pretty much, you know, exactly what you see on a website. You've been to these sites before because you're messaging me, telling me that you read Metal Injection, which means to me that you are aware of what goes into these articles. So come on, man. Like, you know, I, I'm not trying to be a jerk here. Like, you know, because at the end of the day, I published that and I'm moving on. Like, yeah. Your band, you're the one trying to get successful with your music. So, like, you know, I you gotta help me help you, dude. Like, I can't sit here and try to pull teeth. I'm not your PR person. Yep. Um, one final thing I just realized we forgot to touch on before we end off. Make sure you have a fucking embed link that works. Test it prior to the stream. Hmm? I said, Oh my gentle Jesus, yes. And these yeah. are really easy to create, so please just now, what now is Bandcamp can be a little bit finicky sometimes. It can be, it can be. So it, I always say, if you can't get uh, like, try to have a Bandcamp and a YouTube link or SoundCloud because if that fucks up and you're at work and it's like fucking eleven o'clock in the morning and Greg's bitching at me that the embed doesn't work and I can't reach you, don't fucking get mad at me later because I got a backup. You know, I, I fucking can't stand that. I'm sure you've had horror stories like that too, Greg. Yeah, I mean, it happens. It, technology is weird sometimes. And I mean, sometimes like I'll test an inbound blank and it'll be fine. And then the next day it's like, this track is not available. And it's like, oh, did they touch it? Or did they make a new one? Or what What did you? What did they do? Because it's yeah. totally worked before. So yeah, just have backups. It's fine. I really don't care. Like if you give me both, I will always have that email. Like I just like flag stuff in my email. Like just have that on hand. So if it screws up then it's like all right fuck it you just go grab youtube pop, pop that in there and then you're good yep agreed Corey, do you got anything final on links before we end or uh embeds before we end off no i'm good on my end cool and the very last thing is buy mr kennelly's chalk portraits album on bandcamp and it's at chalkportraits.bandcamp.com yeah and it's spelled chalk portraits like you would assume chalk and portraits would be spelled so and you can buy that for uh, $5 or something like that on Greg's Bandcamp. It is amazing. Uh, you can, $2? Okay, $2 on Greg's Bandcamp. And you can also buy the single Submerged, which is his newest creation. And you can hear on the upcoming C-Squared Underground Music special, uh, In Flight, which is going to be released on August 20th, I think, via V13 and at C-Squared Underground Music Compilation on Bandcamp. I think that's right. Is that that's right? Yeah, I think so. That's right. So, anyways, last words. Party on, Corey. Party on, guys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word by leaving us a five star review on your platform of choice. You can also join the conversation by following us on any social media 
and suggesting guests or topics you'd like to learn more about. Thanks for listening to C Squared.